armchair. There's something, I'll say there's something kind of about a kid that's never played baseball. <laughs> we have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, and flat out deceived. Why did you get so drunk? You got drunk. <laughs> I'm just really exhausted. What's in that cup? I'm a coax. Do you have any idea how important you this is? Do you have any idea? Really, this is what you're doing? Do you have any idea? Chief, what do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night. Try to take over the world. 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Armchair. YouTube Live. Radio Station. The radio station you can call your own. You're listening to Braves Country with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. We're here live weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern, WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key, and simulcasting on YouTube.com forward slash at Braves Country. Your first choice for Southern sports. Good afternoon. I'm Mac McGee, and I don't know much, but I know one thing. We are knee-deep in college basketball, the TPC. And, oh, by the way, the Braves lead it 2-1 to one in the bottom of seven. Armchair. Let's go. Community Access Channel. He's the armchair quarterback. He's full of beer and he's full of snacks. He's the Hey, howdy, hi, and how the hell are you? If you're a sports fan, you have got to be having an incredible week. We're looking forward to an incredible weekend as we have the SEC, ACC, Big Ten tournaments, Big 12 tournaments, Pac-12 tournaments. They're all going. Right now, we're going to give you a real quick scoreboard update because it is getting hot and heavy. Houston is cruising against East Carolina. They're up 15 with about 90 seconds left in that one. So they will be marching on. In the Big Ten tournament, Ohio State and Michigan State, they just got going. It's 10 to 9, Buckeyes, still about 14 minutes left in the first half. If you're a SWAC fan, Texas Southern leads Alabama AM 6 to 5 in the first. Tennessee Volunteers, they'll be tipping off very shortly in the SEC earlier today. Alabama absolutely pummeled Mississippi State 72-49, and Brandon Miller had himself a big game as well. All right, other games that are in the books already on this very early Friday afternoon, a little past 3 o'clock Eastern, if you're listening live here on the key or on uh, one of our many social media channels, Braves Country HD. Bama wins, Purdue wins. Now, they had a little bit of a fight, but they ended up holding on against Rutgers. They led by one at the half the entire second half. I got home just in time to, to catch the second half as I was preparing for the show, and it was a hard-fought game. Rutgers, really admirable job, and we'll see if they get into the tournament. I think they probably will, but we'll, we'll have to see on that one. Purdue. Marches on 70 to 65. And unfortunately for you, Middle Tennessee Blue Raider fans, the dream has died. Middle Tennessee 
19 and 14 overall, 11 and 9 in Conference USA. They fall to Florida Atlantic, the heavy favorite, by three, 68 65. If you, if you saw the game last time, it was an incredible, incredible game where the Blue Raiders ended up pulling up the upset on uh, Charlotte. And I took the points on that game. I stayed away from it today. It makes me wish that I had taken it because they were getting, I think, eight and Florida Atlantic. I I saw a couple of the, the folks that, that I, I respect their opinion when it comes to college basketball. And, and they were, they were picking Florida Atlantic, but they didn't seem too sure of it. It really was more of a gut feeling that Florida Atlantic was going to roll. So I stayed clear of that one. So I'm glad I did on that Braves real quick on that update. Now it's just spring training. So obviously this isn't the end all the beats all I'm going to go ahead and share it on the screen for those of y'all that are watching on social media. The, uh, the score of the Braves game it is two to one. And it is in the seventh inning. Ian Anderson pitched today, and I, I saw a little bit of it. He pitched pretty well. He he had a little bit of a shaky. I think it was second inning, but all in all, I thought he he pitched really well. And you got to be happy with that if you're a Snicker and company on what you're getting from him. So it's it's trending more and more like he's going to end up with the number five starter role. Bryce Elder still has an opportunity to carve some time out. He's he's pitched pretty well, actually. And Soroka, I just think they're going to take, take their time on that. But all in all, he pitched pretty well today, Ian Anderson did. And you like to see that if you're a Braves fan, because at this point, I just don't think that we can Anything we get out of Soroka is great, but I'm not counting on it on anything. If we get, we'll say 10 to 15 starts, that's great because I do think that when he does pitch and he pitches in the season, I think he's going to pitch very well, but it's just getting him to the bump and getting him in the actual game itself. So with that being said, Braves, Two to one over the Rays. That game is in the top of eight. The Braves are batting. I'll keep you updated on that. As you know, by this time in spring training, most of the backups are in. Now we're going to see that change a little bit by next week. By next week, when we have the call here next Friday, a week from today, 105 Eastern, Braves Red Sox, St. Patty's Day special, you'll probably see the starters go pretty deep into the game because you've got to start getting them ready. And then the week after that, we were doing a 105. I, I believe it's the Mets on the 23rd. I believe that's the date. It's a week before opening day, the Thursday before opening day. You should see the, the starters in there quite a bit. But you're still seeing, although the Braves mostly have the majority of their roster figured out, there's still about three or four spots, bullpen, bench positions that are going to be critical. And, of course, that number five starter, as we just alluded to. All right, the TPC, I'm going to keep the Brave score up there so people can keep an eye on it. The TPC, we're going to jump to that now in uh, Ponte Vedra or just north of Jacksonville, Florida is, is where that game is where that tournament's taking place. And we know that it's not technically a major, but most 
believe that it is the fifth major. In fact, it's, it's routinely called the fifth major. So by the way, Milligan of the Atlanta Braves just hit a single up the middle Braves now lead it three to one. And the, the, the long haired redhead went diving into second base head first. So a lot of hustle. They're playing the Rays today, by the way, the Rays starting pitcher Springs pitched this afternoon. He looks good. He looks really good. And he, he doesn't blow you away. I don't know as far as look, if you're thinking fantasy, I don't know about that because he's not a big strikeout guy, but he looked really good. If you, if you're a Tampa Bay Ray fan, or if you just want anyone but the Yankees or Red Sox to win the AL East, he looks really good. Uh, mixed mixed in a lot of his different pitches, and he brought a slider to the table that they said was new. I was listening to the Tampa Bay broadcast because the Braves uh, broadcast wasn't available, and uh, they said that he'd been working on it in the offseason. It is nasty. It is a nasty like pinpoint slider. All right, let's get to the golf. The TPC is rolling. Ramey is still the leader, and I'm going to get to the actual scores here. Uh, fairly decent weather in Jacksonville today. There's a, it's a little overcast. There's a little bit of a threat of rain, but I don't think it's going to come to probably until this evening. Right now, they are through six, or he is through six. Ramey is nine under, one under for the day. He's two shots in front of uh, Colin Marikawa, who is even for the day. He's through seven. Now, to get you caught up to date, we're not going to go through every single player but we're going to hit you with the players of interest ben griffin is three off and one under for the day he is in the clubhouse jason day four under for the tournament two under for the day that's a final victor hovland four under one under for the day and he is done and then, see, Cam Davis is only through seven. He is three under, even for the day. Scotty Scheffler is one over four, or one over to, for today, three under for the tournament. And he is on the, just through seven. Justin Rose is sitting at three under. And going to scroll through here. I might miss one or two, but I, I wanted to go ahead and get to the other stuff. But. Adam Scott and Ricky Fowler and Hideki Matsuyama are all one under, and they're all in the sixth, seventh hole range. And let's see what else we have. Jordan Spieth, plus three, not a good day at all. And he is even for the tournament. And there you have that. The projected cut, by the way, is plus one. So guys that are probably not going to make it, Billy Horschel, he's two over. And let me see if there's any other big names. Like I said, I, I do apologize if, if I scan over them. I got a hundred of them in, in front of me. Tony Finau uh, will not make it. Kevin Tway will not make it. And Chris Kirk is out. And I don't see any of my big, big uh, swing and miss bets. Oh, John Rom withdrew. Thanks a lot, guy. All right, John Rom withdrew. So there you go with that. Uh, I, I totally missed that today. So John Rom withdrew and, uh, he was one of the, he, he was my pick to win it. Thanks a lot. All right, let's go ahead and get back in to the college basketball 
and Major League Baseball. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Bobby is on the way. He'll be here in just a couple of minutes. We're going to talk that Kyler Murray situation where one of his teammates is basically saying what we've been saying from afar, but this is a guy who's up close and personal. He's saying that he needs to grow up. I can't wait to get Bobby's take on this. Bobby, a big Arizona Cardinal fan. And KD injury, Kevin Durant. He is expected to miss at least three weeks. I think it's going to be longer. I think you're going to be lucky to get him back and playing a few games before the playoffs start, and that's going to be a problem for the Suns. They they looked good when he played, and it's not like KD needs to learn how to play basketball, but when you start talking about going into a playoff scenario, a playoff series, can be a little tricky with with the chemistry and whatnot. We'll talk about that later. SEC tournament we're going to get into. We're going to get into a lot of other things, a lot of things trending. And it looks like Brock Purdy finally got his UCL repaired. So that's going to be really iffy if he's going to be ready for the, for the tournament. Quick update on the Braves, 3-1 to one, Atlanta. Over Tampa Bay, that game is in the bottom of the eighth. And I'm a little confused here. It looks like the Rays are playing in their home stadium. So I, I'm going to have to look that up here in a second. But it looks like that they are playing at their home stadium. Um, I had, hadn't even registered with me till a second ago. That looks just like the, the, the Rays' home stadium. Wherever it is, it's empty. <laughs> And if you know anything about Rays baseball, that's pretty much how they roll. Uh, real quick on, I, I got to pull that up now. This right here is going to drive me nuts. Why would they be playing? They are playing, let me see here, spring training. Um, it looks like that they are playing in there. Well, I'll have to get that clarified, but it, it looks like for some reason the Rays are playing at their home stadium. Okay, we are going to take a really quick break. When we come back, Bobby joins us. SEC basketball, Kyler Murray, KD's injury, and a little bit of news more out of the NFL. We'll be back in a flash and an update. Someone just went yard in the Braves game. We'll be back here on the key and Braves Country HD, wherever you stream. The Dixie Handle Company, five generations of the Strickland family, have produced quality hardwood farm and garden tools, wooden shutters, and custom furniture. This small business has been owned and operated since 1992 and ships to customers across the world. If you're looking for the highest quality tool handles, Dixie Handle Company is your place. Every item is handpicked to your specifications. If it's made of wood, they do it. Call now, 931-722-3395. That's 931-722-3395. Or go online to DixieHandle.com. The Dixie Handle Company. Welcome to Craftsmanship, a proud sponsor of Braves Country Baseball. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, giveth thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 
No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. It all starts with just one thing. When recycling, rinse out jars and cans and avoid recycling wax paper or paper soiled with food. This will reduce recycling contamination. Find tips and more at OneThingUS.com. What's your one thing? You're listening to WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key in Noonan, Georgia, home of Braves Country with Mac McGee and the armchair quarterbacks weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern, right here on The Key and YouTube.com at Braves Country. Hey, what's happening, Norm? It's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. Oh, check it, Mr. Peterson. What is it? Oh! What are you up to, Norm? My ideal weight if I were 11 feet tall. Oh! What's shaking, Norm? All four cheeks and a couple of chins, Coach. Oh! Hey, Norm, how's the world been treating you? Like a baby treats a diaper. He's the armchair quarterback. He's full of beer and he's full of snacks. The All-American man. Welcome back here on Braves Country HD, Armchair Quarterback Radio. Rolling along here on the key, WQEE 99.1 FM. Tampa Bay Rays just went yard, so it's 3-2. to That game is heading to the top of the ninth. We'll see if the Atlanta Braves can hold on. Welcoming in on to the show is Bobby the Kid. Bobby, how the hell are you, sir? I'm doing great. How about you? Man, I, I, I'm in, like, sensory overload. I've got all these basketball games going at once. I'm trying to keep up with the TPC, which, honestly, I, I'm not going to be able to sit down and watch that until till tomorrow sometime. Looking forward to the TPC. I just – it's really hard to keep up with it. When you're working, you come home, you get ready for the show, and it's one thing to try to keep up with, with fast-moving sports, and you can just kind of scan and see what's going on. To, you know, To me, golf is something you have to, like – soak yourself into so i'm hoping to be able to catch uh several holes tomorrow afternoon and then depending on who who's in it on sunday i'll at least watch the back nine if it's someone i really like i'll, I'll watch even more um have you had a ch- have you had a chance to watch anything today i haven't really today no i haven't um i know the tennessee missouri game is about to start pretty soon i think it's about six minutes actually um so that should be a good game i might be able to catch the end of that but I haven't really watched it on today. Alabama absolutely smoked Mississippi yeah. State. Uh, Brandon Miller, whether he should be playing or not, had a very good game again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's kind of up for debate. And uh, actually, it's not up for debate. <laughs> uh, Alabama doing Alabama type things, right? Um, yeah, Tennessee, Missouri, it looks like six, six and a half minutes till tip off. So we'll definitely keep everyone updated on that. The Purdue Rutgers game was bet was better than I think a lot of people thought it was going to be. Rutgers, I'm telling you right now, Rutgers, if they get into the the tournament and they're one of those bubble teams, they're going to be a pain. They're mm-hmm. going to be an absolute pain for somebody. Um, all year long, I've watched a lot of Rutgers basketball. They play much better at home, which obviously you're not going to have that advantage in a, in a tournament play. But I, they played very well against Purdue today, so maybe it's not so much they need to be home. They just don't want to be on the road, right? Yeah. Um, very good day for for the state of Tennessee yesterday. Uh, MTSU, Vandy, and 
The Vols won. Middle Tennessee fell today by three to FAU. I got I caught the tail end of that. That really stunk. I, mm. I, I was hoping we were going to get some kind of magical run. Yeah. Uh, and what else do we have going on here? Well, I think that's about it. Let's get into the Kyler Murray thing because I've got I've got it somewhere. Let me see. Um, yeah, here it is. I'll be able to share it to the screen so everyone will know what I'm talking what we're talking about. So explain to everybody, if you can, you being a big time Arizona Cardinal fan, who is Kelvin Beecham to the Cardinals? Kelvin Beecham, he's our right tackle. Um, he, he's not the greatest right tackle. He's serviceable. He's a veteran. Um, he's well-respected around the league. I think he was a Walter Payton Man of the Year candidate or whatever. He's been a leader for this team. Um, so his word means something. You know, He's got some, uh, some value when he says something about another player. Um, how he went about it, I'm not the biggest fan of. I know it's you know a concern that everybody has with Kyler, but some things I think should stay behind closed doors, uh, especially with your teammate. But look, man, it's uh, it's it's I'm not, I'm kind of used to it with the Cardinals. I mean, the team seems to be a clown show. You got Kelvin Beecham saying that on a podcast. You have Marquise Brown going after Beecham on Twitter, defending Kyler. It's just it's a mess, man. And you would think some of it would have been put. I'm not gonna say a stop to it, but at least put a pause to it with, with the new regime, right? Mm-hmm. I would you hope th- so. You think most guys would want to be on their best behavior with the with the new coaching staff, right? Yeah. It really just what it really speaks to me is that his t- there's a lot of his teammates that just do not like him. Mm-hmm. I think that's a solid possibility, and it worries me. That's that's a very big problem when you're talking about you. That can be. That can be addressed. That can be overlooked if, if you're a defensive tackle that it, that nobody likes. Yeah. If you're a special to well, if you're a special teamer that nobody likes, you just get released. <laughs> but outside of that, man, I mean, that's a problem when, when the quarterback, the guy leading you into battle. Yeah. So Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I was just going to say, so they're, they still have, what, four years left on his deal? Mm-hmm. They got to find a way to 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 make this work. They got to find a way to make it work, or or eventually just you know cut ties and hope you can do better somewhere else. Um, but it definitely concerns me. It scares me. I mean, yeah, this guy's supposed to be the leader of our team, and I love Kyler. I think his talent's there. I don't think that's up for debate with anyone. I don't think anybody questions that. He has all the talent in the world. It's just you know you keep hearing these things about his presence in the locker room and his maturity levels, and you know how he goes about watching film and practicing all that stuff. And you start to get more and more concerned. And I think one of the things that I get most concerned with when I see this, because when he came into the league, I was a big Kyler Murray fan. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I'm no longer a fan of his. He's just kind of wore out. It's gotten steel with me with the same old thing. It's like, dude, you're making how much money? And the biggest question mark with you is the fact that you're not a leader and that in the, your work ethic isn't there. That's yeah. a problem. That's a and big problem. It sucks. It sucks because yeah. he has so much talent. And I think, you know, if, if he puts it together and, and this gets figured out, I think he's an MVP level player. I mean, we saw it um, in the 2021 season through the first half of the season. He was the front runner for MVP. So the talent is unquestionably there. It's just, can he get past this? 
the, I, I just, I don't, the, the only thing with him that I wonder is it has the league figured him out because maybe he was wreaking havoc because defensive coordinators didn't know how to attack him. And now it's, and a lot of guys go through this. Mm-hmm. Now that they've made the adjustment, you've got to make the damn adjustment, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a lot like baseball. A kid will come up, he's tearing the cover off the ball. Pitchers get get the book on him, as they say, and the next thing you know, whatever pitch it is that he can't handle or he can't handle well, that's the one he sees more than not. More than not. And yeah. if you're going to stay in the league, you got to figure out how to hit that curveball. You got to you got to figure out how you're going to drive that slider that you that you're swinging out of your shoes on, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with a lot of quarterbacks more than any other position. He's got to, I I think it's all between the ears with him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be, now look, he's not the most talented guy in the league because he's about two feet tall, but he is quicker than lightning. Mm-hmm. So what he lacks in, he doesn't have the strongest arm in the league, but he doesn't have the softest arm either, right? He has a pretty good arm. I'm not going to say it's like Allen level, you know. I won't, I won't no, no, no. Arm, he, but he's he, got a cannon. He's got. I would say he's got. Uh, I don't want to say top ten, but at least top fifteen arm, which isn't too shabby in the National Football League, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's necessarily physical ability, and I do believe that you can figure out how, even when you're too short to maneuver, especially in today's game and with his speed. Yeah. But, you know, you almost wonder if he's sitting back there resting on his laurels. Well, I've already got my money. I've already got this. I've already got that. And in the back of his mind, is he saying, well, I've got X amount already guaranteed to me. If this doesn't work out, I can, I can always go play baseball, which I don't think he can. Yeah. You right now, if you're struggling at studying for a quarterback in the National Football League, you're never going to make it Major League Baseball. Yeah, I think baseball is out of the picture, but you're right that, I mean, he has all this guaranteed money. It's enough to set him up for life, his kids up for life, and their kids, and so on. Um, so, yeah, that's, you know, that that's something to think about. But, again, he, I mean, he's my quarterback today. I'm going to keep I'm gonna keep pulling for him. I'm going to defend him. Um, that's just what I got to do. Uh, I just got to hope he puts it together, you know, and I hope this coaching staff can bring well, the best. Well, it worse. You could be sitting here and your quarterback's uh, Desmond Ritter or Ryan Tannehill. You know, so you know, if that was if it was one of those two, I'd be begging this draft or sign a quarterback. Well, yet you know the thing, the only difference between those two is you're not financially crippled for the next <laughs> half decade, right? So that's that's the biggest thing. But um, moving on from that, uh, Kevin Durant goes out and has a goofy injury, and I know a lot of folks are probably sitting there, you know, who don't follow the NBA are probably sitting there. May not even know what happened, but he was warming up in warmups. He slipped on some, some kind of liquid. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's condensation, but maybe some idiot dropped his soda on the floor. I don't know. And with that being said, they're saying three weeks is the timetable. I think that's best case scenario. Cause every time Duran has gotten hurt and it's been more often than not. Yeah. Whatever yeah. his timetable is, you can already you can go ahead and tack two weeks onto it. Yeah, when you when he was uh, traded to the Suns, he was still nursing a knee injury, and it took a lot longer than expected for him to come back. Um, I, I think that's kind of a result of 
his injury in the finals with the Warriors when he rushed back from injury and then tore his Achilles. Um, so I think there's a lot more precaution there from him. Um, I, I think that's kind of a result of. Yeah. I, um, are you still there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, okay, sorry. I, I thought I heard some feedback. Um, the, uh, by the way, real quick on the scoreboard update, Atlanta three, Tampa Bay two, bottom nine. So Tampa Bay's getting their last licks. You're a quasi Rays fan, right? Yeah, I got, you know, I've, I've Can you a little... answer something for me. What's up? I swear it looks like that the Tampa Bay Rays are at home, like in their home stadium. Mm-hmm. Do they do all their spring training games at home? I'm not sure. I don't keep up with them enough to say okay. for certain on that. I but I can't imagine that that they've built a dome for spring training. Nobody does that, right? No. Well, and and you said it yourself. You're like the Rays don't have much fans to show up to games, anyways. So they they are inside hmm. wherever they are. They're inside, and it looks. And I've seen a lot of Rays games on TV. I'm not a Rays fan yeah. per se, but I'll pull for them in the American League if they're doing well and and they're. The thing is, I don't get them here. I, I can't watch them. Yeah. And I know that sounds strange, but I, I cannot watch them in, in South Georgia, North Florida area. They're black. Mm-hmm. It's considered Tampa Bay Ray area. Okay. Whatever. No skin off my chin. I just, you know, I'm like, I'll check the scores. I'll check the box scores, et cetera. But so I'm not really into to it. And I can't decipher if they're at home or not by the fans because they never have any fans in any in any stadium they play unless they're on the road mm-hmm. so I, I was wondering is this a is this a weird thing or is this the norm that they're at home because i'm almost positive that they're at home I'm, I'm gonna look it up as we talk about kd um if he can't come back we'll i'm gonna well i'll split the difference call it a month okay and if, so that's April 10th, the playoffs start about a week or two after that. Is that enough time for him to get back and then build any kind of chemistry? He only played what three or four games. Yeah. That's an underrated part of this. Um, that, you know, you don't really think about it. Obviously you considered as a player, Kevin Durant's at the top of the you know league. Um, but yeah, if, you know, they can't get that chemistry going. If they can't mesh as a team, if they don't have a lot of time to do that, that's going to be a problem going into round one. And they got to hope that, you know, they're a high enough seed where they get an opponent in round one where they're like, all right, no, you know, no series in the NBA is a, a breeze, but you know, you got to hope that they go up against someone they can kind of walk through. I have found the answer and this makes sense. And I should have known this, and I think I've actually heard this. I just, it didn't register. Mm-hmm. Following a joint assessment of the damage to Charlotte Sports Park, which I guess is the home facility of the Rays uh, Sports Park for uh, spring training games, mm-hmm. it is in Charlotte County, which got hit by Hurricane Ian last year. Mm-hmm. And the Rays determined the facility is unable to host spring training games this year. So all of the 2023 spring training games will, will be in uh Tropicana field. Okay. So, okay. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just, I didn't even think about the hurricane because though it did quite a bit of damage down in Southeast Florida, we didn't get a whole lot of it by then. So I did, it didn't even register with me, Yeah. but okay. 
So at least it's good to know that they do have a facility typically because because I would be such a dud for the fans to go, hey, spring training, let's get away. Well, wait a minute. No, we have to go to the same warehouse that really sucks to go watch a game. <laughs> By the way, real quick, Big Ten scoreboard, check this out. Ohio State all over Michigan State. They're up by nine uh, with about 90 seconds left in the first half. What, what what got into Ohio State? Like, as soon as the tournament started, they're all of a sudden playing like we all thought they could play back in January. Mm. Well, best time to peak now. You want to, you know, play your best basketball going into March uh, and into the tournament. So, who knows? But, I mean, they're 5-15 and 15 in the Big Ten. 15 yeah. and 18 overall. Most of those are padded wins. Mm -hmm. well, this has not see. been a very good basketball team, and they are – they – they've already been impressive now obviously they're going to have to run the run the table to oh, yeah. to be able to get there well and it's only the quarterfinals today so they still got a big road ahead of them they will have had to have pulled off five consecutive wins in five days yeah they're short feet but man it's possible is it because if they get past michigan state i think they play well you know what? i'm not 100 sure for some reason i, th I think it's the the winner of the Northwestern game tonight, and that's very winnable. Mm -hmm. And Purdue, as solid as they are, they're very Virginia like to me. They could easily be knocked off. Yeah, they just don't score a ton of points. They're they're defense oriented. They they rebound. Mm -hmm. I love watching those types of teams, to be honest with you. But that's that's not a team that you want to take to to pick uh, to go deep in the tournament because yeah. usually. It just takes one team who's shooting out of their mind from three-point land, and, and it's a wrap. Yep, and it happens with those Cinderella teams. They'll get on a hot streak and, you know, be shooting 50%, 60% from three, and all of a sudden they've upset one of the best teams in the tournament. That's what they got to watch out for. Absolutely. All right, let's take a real quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk the SEC tournament. Tennessee game just got going with Missouri, and we got a bunch more tonight. How about them Vanderbilt Commodores? We'll be back in a flash here on Braves Country and Braves Country HD, wherever you stream. Keep it locked in here on the TGIF. Someone asked me one time, you ever been in the WNBA? I'm like, no. Nobody cares about the WNBA. <laughs> they don't. Sorry. Perfect example, Brittany Griner, WNBA superstar, currently in a Russian prison. If that were LeBron James, we would have sent SEAL Team 6, Jason Bourne, and three Girl Scouts for an extraction. It's time to live, laugh, and create memories again with MSC Cruises. Join us on some of the world's most modern and innovative ships. Discover again at our new private island, Ocean Key MSC Marine Reserve, named best new cruise destination. Cruise the Caribbean and Bahamas from Miami or Port Canaveral. Book now with free balcony upgrades and flexible booking changes. Call your travel advisor or visit MSCCruises.com. Restrictions apply. MSC Cruises, a world of discovery. Wendy's only makes one kind of breakfast, your new favorite one. How do we do it? With fresh cracked eggs, oven baked bacon, and flaky croissants. You know, the things your old breakfast wasn't doing. So toss that old news and its soggy eggs somewhere useful. And get to Wendy's. A sausage, egg, and Swiss croissant, bacon, egg, and Swiss croissant, and honey butter chicken biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time moment. Single item at regular price. Price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. Armchair Quarterbacks Radio covers the whole SEC the whole season long. Dobbs 
heaves it. They're bunched up in the end zone. It's tipped up. It's caught. It is caught. Jawan Jennings. This is starting to think. First quarter at the gate of all in Jacksonville. And Walker sticks to the right. Hits outside. The 35. Look out. He's past midfield and he's got a blocker. Cuts to the inside. Herschel Walker. There he goes again. Straight up the middle. Touchdown. Delayed reaction, but Tebow got in. Oh, jump pass. How about that? Oh, my gosh. That looks like 1955. Holy cow. Are you kidding me? I'm chair. Welcome back to Braves Country. Mac McGinn, the armchair quarterbacks. Weekdays, 3 to 5 p.m. Drive time on WQEE. Welcome back, Braves Country. WQEE, noon in Georgia, the metro Atlanta area. Also, like to say hi to a couple other cities that are hearing us uh, this afternoon uh, Northport, Florida, and Tacoma, Washington. Hello, and uh, if, you, if you want to find us every day, you can find us on Braves Country HD. Okay, let's get into Tennessee-Missouri game just tipped off maybe five minutes ago. They're tied at six. The Atlanta Braves-Tampa Bay Rays game is a final as the – make sure it updates, right? Make sure something goofy didn't happen. Um, I don't know why it hasn't updated on, on the scoreboards that I'm looking at, but I just watched it go final Braves and Rays. That game is a final, uh, three to two Atlanta. So unless something goofy happened that I missed during the break, cause I was running around with a chicken, my head cut off, trying to get things done. Um, I see, I, I, I see my feed. It says, thank you for watching. But I and I see, but but for some reason they haven't updated it on the other scoreboard. So assuming someone didn't hit a two-run jack, because there was a guy on base, so assuming <laughs> someone didn't hit a two-run jack to walk it off, I would think that I would think if that happened, there would have been a celebration. So um all six people that are there at Top of the Field there today. Are you gonna get a chance to go to any of these games in the SEC tournament right down the no, road? No, I don't think I will. I don't think I will. Uh you know. I'd like to save up my money for some other sporting events this year. I'd actually, believe it or not, I'd like to see a Cardinals game, um, considering we have a new coach now. So there's some other sporting events I'd like to save up my money for. Are they coming to Nashville again? They aren't, no. So I'd have to travel a little bit soon. Uh, okay. Yeah. You might want to wait till after week one to save <laughs> yeah. money, man. Well, I'm waiting until Kyler gets back for sure. I can tell you that much. Love him or hate him. I'm, I'm not watching a game without him there. What is their plan B? Mm, uh, I can see Jacoby Brissett. I can see him being the quarterback until Kyler's back. Um, we hired their quarterback's coach, the Browns quarterback's coach, as our offensive coordinator, so there's a connection there. Um, we could just run it back with Colt McCoy. I'm not sure yet. That's what I was wondering if it's going to be a Colt McCoy. You mean, honestly, they were gritty. I mean, what Colt McCoy does is he comes in, and I don't know if game manager is the right Jacoby Brissett's a game manager. Colt McCoy yeah. is more of like a game don't screw it upper. Uh, yeah. you, know, you know, you're talking about the over under team total around 13 and a half, and yeah. away you go with him, and you hope the defense plays well, and maybe they they cause a turn 
turnover. Ohio State, nine-point lead over Michigan State at the half. Uh, real quick on the scoreboard, Mets did beat the Astros 7-2 to two today. And Angels, 3-0 over the Dodgers. And let's see if there's any other games. Of, eh, it's spring training. Uh, Braves, I think they won 3-2. to two. I'm almost positive they did. They just haven't updated it. I don't know if they... They, they probably turned all the lights off there at Tropicana Field and uh, the, the scoreboard operator lost his uh, feed. But anyways, um, a lot of stuff. I tried to put it in the, in the chat and then I realized that I didn't get all the names in. I was, I, I was copying and pasting uh, in a hurry as the show was starting. Real quick, get, I'm, I'm going to hit you with some of these NFL moves that happened today. And they're strictly for moving money around for cap purposes. Uh, the Eagles did sign Brandon Graham to a one-year, $6 million deal. That's interesting because he probably could have gotten more in the open market, but he wanted to return to, to Philly as he's winding down his career. Salvin Ahmad signed a one-year, $1.8 million extension running back for the Dolphins. That's interesting uh, to me because, I'm, I mean, I – I mean, I know it's low for an NFL player, but he really hasn't done anything. Yeah. I'm surprised that they don't try to get some off the scrap heap. Uh, Zach Martin, uh, guard for the for the Cowboys, he converted 12 million of his salary this year to signing bonus, clearing nine. So all these things I'm about to mention, that's what that's what they're doing. They're 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 converting their their salary to signing bonus. And it's going to save the team X amount of dollars. So you don't care about what they did. What you care about is, is what it saved. Dak Prescott did the same. It's going to clear 21.75 for the Cowboys. Uh, Titans released Ben Jones. That's clearing 3.7. Vita Vea, defensive tackle for the uh, Bucks. He did the same with the signing bonus, cleared nine. Tyreek Hill did the same. And. He cleared $18.6 million of the cap for the Dolphins, converting 14, almost 15 of his salary plus his $10 million bonus. And Thielen was released. Adam Thielen was released by Minnesota. I found that interesting. That cleared $6.4 million. And those are the big names that, that happened today. Um, oh, DJ Humphreys. Yep. Uh, Wait he converted eight million to clear five for the, your Cardinals, and all right, that's about it. Now, I did. I, I am interested in a couple of things I've seen the past few days. Mainly, the Jets have been moving a lot of money around. Come on now, give it to me. Did I have it or did I have it? He's gonna. Aaron Rodgers is gonna be a Jet. I can see it, man. It's what makes the most sense. We've been talking about it for probably about a month now, if not more. Um, he, you know, those discussions have been had. He's talked to the team now. They're clearing up cap space. It's looking like it might be coming together. Um, and then you mentioned the Cowboys a minute ago. They're clearing up a lot of cap space. I could see them making a move for uh, DeAndre Hopkins, maybe. I could see them making a move with Jalen Ramsey. Both of those make a lot of sense. So I expect some uh, fireworks this offseason. I went back to look at it because I was curious the first time that I'd mentioned it. I went, mm -hmm. went back and found it. It was uh, just before Christmas. Okay. Rodgers was going to go to the Jets. And, I, and I've just, I've had this feeling for like 
I probably a month before I said it, I was like, man, this just seems to make sense because I, I listen to so much New York sports talk. Mm-hmm. All I kept thinking was, dude, nobody likes Zach Wilson. Oh, he's terrible. And no one in Green Bay likes Aaron Rodgers anymore. This is a match made in heaven. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I could see the the Jets forking over. I think they have the 13th pick, if I'm not mistaken. I could see them sending 13 and maybe a first next year. And then Rodgers is heading off to New York. They were ranking the quarterbacks in the AFC East last night on ESPN. In the a- So AFC East quarterbacks top to bottom. And... <clears throat> They took the low-hanging fruit and said Josh Allen and then Aaron Rodgers and then Tua and then, of course, Mac Jones. I mean, he's way back there in the pack. Yeah, I'm going to make the argument if Aaron Jones uh, – Aaron Jones. <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers becomes the quarterback for the New York Jets, not only do I think they're going to win the division, he's going to be the best quarterback in that division for this year. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, long-term, you, you're going to want Josh Allen. The guy's yeah. 15 years younger than him. I get mm-hmm. that. But for this year, uh, by the way, uh, reports just came in. Tua, his fifth-year option is being picked up by the Dolphins. I don't think that shocks anybody. No. Except maybe his concussion analyst. <laughs> Please, though. He's like, dude, <laughs> and scrambled eggs up there below. <laughs> your neck. I don't know if you should be up there keep doing this. Um, Who do you have winning the SEC tournament? Uh, I got to go with Bama, man. I have to go with Bama with Brandon Miller leading the way. Um, Like you mentioned, questionable if he should be playing. But they're the best team in the SEC. Um, I know Missouri, Tennessee, Kentucky, they're all solid. Um, But I don't see anybody stopping Bama. Yeah, I'm still going to stick with with my pick from yesterday because I'm not going to go backwards, and it's it's not like they lost. I just got this feeling Vandy's on this run. And they mm. Vandy. I've been watching them for I've been watching them for eight weeks, but I've been betting on them for six weeks. And they, I've just I, they they consistently have gotten better and better and better their defense, and they clear the boards, which is the big two biggest things that I like when when I was when I see a team play. No, they don't have the talent that Alabama does. They don't have the talent that Kentucky does. Kentucky mm. should run them off the floor tonight. But I'll, I'll mention it again next hour, but my lock for today, Vanderbilt's getting eight and a half points against Kentucky. They beat them in Rupp Arena. Well, if they're hot right now, I could see it happening. I'd love to see Vandy win the SEC. That'd be fun. So I've, I've already taken them. That's going to be my lock of the day. And I'm telling okay. you, what, I'm sprinkling a little bit on the money line. <laughs> I, it, there you go. All in on Vandy. Forward to that game, I want to say it's nine or nine thirty Eastern. I'm looking forward to that game. That's the one game I'm looking forward to this evening. Okay. ACC tournament. Do you think it's chalk with with the uh, Hurricanes up against Virginia or what? Because I I got a feeling Duke's going to take it. I could see Duke doing it, but Miami they're the one seed in the ACC. Um, I, I see them winning, and Virginia I could see them playing them. I, <sighs> I don't know who I'd take in that game at a potential finals. I feel like the championship is tonight. The winner of the Duke Miami game wins it. Okay. Because Virginia, as solid as the team as they are, I have a hard time seeing them win what three nights in a row. Mm -hmm. 
because they don't score. Yeah. And it's going to take one team, and it may it may be tonight. Who, who are they playing, Clemson? I Clemson think. tonight, yeah. It's all the top four seeds in the ACC are in the semifinals. And then this is a down year. Mm-hmm. Clemson really is doesn't play like a four seed. Clemson started off really good. Beginning of the year, that was a very dangerous basketball team. And then they just kind of come back down to earth. Actually, Clemson, they're the three seed. Uh, Duke's the four seed, and Miami's one. So that makes three going two. like this. Clemson at one. Clemson was the one seed like a month ago, and mm-hmm. they've been sinking. Duke's been rising, and I just have this feeling that tonight's Duke Miami game is is for the ACC title. Mm-hmm. Look, I could be wrong, but I know one thing: Clemson's not beating the winner of the Duke Miami game tonight. Mm-hmm. The Big 12 tournament, that one, that is the most wide-open tournament that there is, in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. as good as I, as I think Kansas is, that all, every team in the Big 12 is just very, very – I can't say they're underrated because most of them are ranked. Yeah. But I, I think nationally, most of your college basketball fans don't realize how good that league is. And one of the things that that league does better than almost any any other league in, in in the in the conference, I mean in the country, it's not just the offense they put up, but they cover back end screens better than anybody that I've seen, and that's going to play well in March. Mm-hmm. By the way, Tennessee's up by seven on okay. Missouri about a half about halfway through the first. Are you leaning Kansas with that? They're my favorite to win the Big 12, but like you mentioned, there's a lot of – it's a very competitive uh, conference. You know, you got Texas in there. You got uh, uh, K-State, uh, TCU solid. I-, I can see any of those teams possibly taking it, but I think Kansas gets it done. So they're into the semifinals. It's TCU-Texas tonight at 930, and then Kansas – what time is that game? Seven? They're playing Iowa State. Iowa State. Uh, I, I, Iowa State – it's a fundamentally sound team. I just don't know if they're going to be able to score with Kansas tonight. No. I don't know why, but I I don't believe in Texas basketball. <laughs> they always seem to be over. They're very much like their football program. They always seem to be overhyped. Mm-hmm. They're twelve and six in the conference. They're twenty four and eight. That's nothing outstanding, but it's it's nothing mm-hmm. to sneeze at either, right? Yeah. And they're ranked number seven in the country, and I just think that's overblown. I'm with you there. Yeah, I think Kansas is it's it's open. I mean, there's a lot of competition in the Big Twelve, but I think Kansas Kansas is the clear top team there. I'm pulling for TCU, but <laughs> I feel like Kansas is probably going to cut down those nets. Yeah, I'd like to see a TCU Kansas final, um, and of course that championship is tomorrow evening. So is the ACC, the SEC championship is going to be Sunday, and the mm-hmm. Big Ten as well. Do you like? The SEC waiting until Sunday to crown their champion. Uh, I don't mind it. I mean, it's on Selection Sunday, right? It's yeah, same day. Um, I, I don't. I'm kind of indifferent about it. I don't mind it. Um, I, yeah, I don't. I don't feel either way about it. We didn't get into the weeds about it, but Justin was on Wednesday, and you know, mm-hmm. a Tennessee fan. He he doesn't like it. He wants to crown him on Saturday. Okay. I think it's difficult, though, when you think of the grand scheme of things on everyone getting television, getting 
ideal tip-offs on mm-hmm. ideal networks, right? In other words, if you're the SEC, you don't want to be on the SEC network with your championship because you decided to play it on a Saturday and it's going head to head with the ACC and the big East and everywhere. So I understand why they do it. I I understand why the big 10 does it. I I never thought of it being that big of a deal because you're still talking about, okay, it would be a situation if you want it. And then they put you in a playing game on Tuesday. Right. Mm -hmm. But you would think if you won the SEC or Big Ten Championship, you're not in the play-in game on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it could happen at some point. You get some terrible team that you know somehow catches fire. I think South Carolina almost did it a few years ago. Um, I, th- I think that was South Carolina. But I don't see it being that big a deal. Mm-hmm. Typically, Tuesday and Wednesday nights, they're, you know, they're, it's the 11 seeds and... Anyways, they, they, uh, Michigan state to me, normally they start hitting their stride right about now mm-hmm. and I'm starting to lose faith. Hmm. Well, they're down to Ohio state right now, right? Yeah. They're down mm-hmm. nine. The, the second half just began, but mm-hmm. normally you start seeing them build real momentum. You're like, dude, don't count that is though. Yep. Seven seed. And I'm still like taking them all the way to, to, to the elite eight, in my bracket, because yep. I just, I can't eliminate They don't seem to have that spark this year. Uh, I just, this is going to be a disaster by the way, for, for teams on the bubble. If Ohio state goes and wins the, the big 10, mm-hmm. cause you, cause you're going to immediately start knocking out teams. Yeah. I don't think North Carolina has a shot of getting in now anyways, but what little shot they have would be gone if, if Ohio State punches their ticket. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, Tones is going to join us. We're going to do talk about what games are cool to watch this weekend. Bobby's going to give us his lock, and we got a lot more going on here on TPC, March Madness, and everything else under the sun here on Braves Country. Keep it locked in here on The Key and Braves Country HD, wherever you stream. Braves Country with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. Weekdays, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern, 99.1 FM, The Key, your first choice for Southern Sports Talk. Dixie Handle, you're listening to WQEE, 99.1 FM, The Key, in Noonan, Georgia. Armchair. You're listening to the Armchair Quarterback Sports Radio, number one sports station. Good afternoon, and this is your Armchair Quarterback's Sports Flash. Friday afternoon, wall-to-wall conference tournament action. We'll have the scores and highlights as Braves Country takes you all the way to 5 Eastern. Big Ten tourney. Got rolling at noon Eastern in Chicago, Illinois. One o'clock in Fort Worth, the AAC with Houston as the number one seed. The Alabama Crimson Tide are in action today at one Eastern in Nashville. The Kentucky Wildcats, nine Eastern SEC Network. While over on the U, Tulane is into the quarterfinals in Fort Worth. Indiana's in action in the Big Ten tourney. Quarterfinals in Mountain West, Big West, Pac-12. Whack! ACC, Big 12, and SEC are rocking around the clock. We'll keep you updated. The early action in the Grapefruit League today. 
Braves are taking on the Tampa Bay Rays. Blue Jays and Red Sox. Yankees versus Tigers. Astros versus Mets. Battle of Pennsylvania down in Clearwater has the Pirates and Phillies. And the three Eastern games out in the Cactus League. Angels and Dodgers. White Sox and Cubs. And at 6 o'clock, Marlins at the Nats. You're late till 8 o'clock, Diamondbacks and the Reds in Goodyear, Arizona. Patrick Ewing will not return as men's basketball coach of the Georgetown Hoyas. Ewing, one of the greatest college basketball players of all time, while at Georgetown, had been the head coach for his alma mater for six years and finishes with the 75-109 and 109 record. Quote, I am very proud to be a graduate of Georgetown University, said Ewing, adding, and I am very grateful to the university for giving me the opportunity to achieve my ambition to be a head basketball coach. It is particularly meaningful for me to be in charge of the basketball program at my alma mater, unquote. Georgetown went winless in conference play last season, finishing 6-25 overall. This year, the Hoyas went 7-25, 2-18 in Big East play. The Hoyas also lost a Big East record 29 consecutive conference games that began during the 2021 regular season. Patrick Ewing was the number one overall pick in the 1985 NBA draft by the New York Knicks, spending 15 seasons of his Hall of Fame career with the Knicks. Prior to joining Georgetown as its head coach in 2017, Ewing spent 14 seasons as an assistant in the NBA with the Bobcats, Magic, Rockets, and Wizards. Free agent wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. is holding a work out for the NFL teams today in Arizona. Beckham, 30 years old, missed all of this past season because of torn ACL that occurred in last year's Super Bowl victory. He went on a free agent tour in which he visited the Giants, Cowboys, and Bills late in the season. OBJ got into a controversial altercation with flight attendant and crew during one of his visits. Beckham is expected to be among the top wide receivers available this year with Jacoby Myers of New England leading the list. Jake Paul said Thursday that he was leaving the Cavs heat game on Wednesday in Miami when he was approached by Floyd Mayweather and a large group of people accompanying him. Video footage obtained by TMZ Sports shows Paul and Mayweather, flanked by several people, including security, standing feet from each other while some others standing nearby Floyd talking to Jake Paul. Paul is then seen jogging away from the group of people outside the arena. No punches were thrown and Mayweather isn't heard talking to Paul in the short clip. Jake Paul said in an Instagram video, quote, Mayweather and 50 dudes pull up out of nowhere out of like some side alley waiting for me outside the stadium and they're like so what's up so what's all that talk now I'm like first of all what did I say to you Floyd I just took your hat and you're still mad about it come on bro and then 50 dudes literally start surrounding me to jump me and I'm out okay Floyd you want to run it one-on-one no problem but I'm not dumb I'm tough I don't need to prove my toughness. I'm going to sit there and try to fight 50 dudes. You're mad because your hat? Are you serious? Move on. Unquote. Jake Paul is referring to an incident 
in May of 2021, in which he grabbed Mayweather's hat off his head during a news conference to promote an exhibition boxing match against his older brother, Logan Paul. Mayweather, 46 years old, retired from professional fighting in 2017, though he still competes in exhibition bouts. Paul started his own boxing career after Mayweather retired. He was 6-0, including wins over UFC stars Anderson Silva and Tyron Woodley before he dropped a split decision to Tommy Fury last week. And that's your armchair quarterback sports flash. Stay tuned for Braves Country right here on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key in Noonan, Georgia, simulcasting on YouTube.com at Braves Country. Friday, March 17th, St. Patty's Day with Braves Country. The Atlanta Braves are in Fort Myers, Florida to take on the Boston Red Sox. Braves Country Baseball right here on the key, giving you play-by-play, pitch-by-pitch of your Atlanta Braves. That's Friday, March 17th, 1 p.m. Eastern, St. Patty's Day, Braves Country on WQEE. It's time to live, laugh, and create memories again with MSC Cruises. Join us on some of the world's most modern and innovative ships. Discover again at our new private island, Ocean Key MSC Marine Reserve, named Best New Cruise Destination. Cruise the Caribbean and Bahamas from Miami or Port Canaveral. Book now with free balcony upgrades and flexible booking changes. Call your travel advisor or visit MSCCruises.com. Restrictions apply. MSC Cruises, a world of discovery. It's the best in sports and entertainment. And get locked in and locked down with Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. with your host, me, Ryan O'Neill. Each and every morning, right here with the best in sports and entertainment, all the way from professional sports to college sports to River Dragons hockey and everything in between, including some of the very best local and national guests. It's the Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, right here on 99.1 FM WQEE. Hey, this is not a test. This is rock and roll. Time to rock it from the Delta to the DMZ. Hey, is this a little too early for being that loud? Hey, too late. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God, it's early. (gasps) Hey, you know what I mean. Too much? (laughs) Armchair. Community Access Channel. He's the armchair quarterback. He's full of beer and he's full of smacks. Welcome back. We got a full hour of sports before we hit the weekend. Five o'clock. Brian Snow Show will come heading your way. And eight to nine CDP. Although I got to double check. And I believe, yeah, let me see here to double check here. No, I knew I was wrong. Tonight, the puck drops with the Air Force. Heating and air pregame show will be, it says tonight at 7 o'clock, and it says the puck drops at 7 o'clock. I believe the puck's dropping at 7.30. Air Force heating and air uh, pregame will be at 7 tonight. So River Dragon Hockey is is on the is on the table for tonight. So uh, got that going on, and Mr. Tones coming in. Tones, how are you, sir? Friday with a ton of sports on. Can't get much better than this. World Baseball Classic, March Madness, NFL free agency right around the corner. Some golf going on. Got to love it. What a time of the year, even though football's down, sports isn't. You know, every Friday we do the cool games. 
if we were ranking the cool weeks in in uh, the sports calendar, this this right here would be up there with it. I mean, I mean, it's got to be. This is more exciting than the Super Bowl week, right? Because mm-hmm. you because you just had the one game you were looking forward to. For yeah, two here- weeks, we sit around going, oh, I don't know, man, what are we going to watch? And then now, like, there's just so much going on. You got a little bit of everything. Whatever you like in sports, you got it on a platter for you this week or next. And I'm loving the fact that, so I got the plus and uh, I've got, uh, they got the featured holes on. So I finally got to put me some TPC on. I haven't got a chance to wa- watch a whole lot of it. And I didn't realize I had access to it. I thought this started on the weekend, so bad job by me, but uh, they've got the 17th hole, and that's my favorite hole in all of golf. The 17th hole at TPC is the greatest hole in golf, and you can just watch that hole nonstop, and I'm going to be having that thing locked in all weekend. <laughs> Hubbard is there right now. He's going for birdie. Mm. And it, for, for people who aren't big golf fans that don't know the 17th hole, of uh, sawgrass first of all uh shame on you second of all it's it's just it's surrounded by water it's just an island surrounded by water it's probably the most famous hole in golf if it's not it's right up there i can think of a couple of an augusta that that, that, that may be up there in people's mind but uh i'll t- i'll take the 17th uh in, in sawgrass over any hole in golf period a uh, couple things want to mention. First of all, y'all are UFC guys, and I know it's not UFC, but it's it felt UFC. Actually, it felt a little WWE. The, this thing with Jake Paul and Floyd Mary Mayweather, does this not just feel like that they're gassing this up again so that they can sign them each other to a fight this summer? It totally does. It feels like they're just drawing something up, like you alluded to WWE a little bit. They do it for the clicks, and that's what fighting sports is primarily nowadays. Even in the UFC a little bit, nothing against Dana White, but it's all about names, who will draw the most clicks. You see guys who get the big fight just because of their name. Well, this might be brewing something for the summer. You might get a pay-per-view, cost you an arm and a leg for a 10-minute crap fight. Any rebuttal on that, uh, Bobby? Because I just feel like this is all show. No, I think it's it's scripted, and I think it's something that's going to be used for promo for an exhibition fight. Um, won't count on anybody's record, but they'll have a little, you know, dance in the ring for a little bit, and they'll charge you however much the pay per view will cost. I have one sentence to basically say on this: If it was scripted, it's incredibly smart. If it's not, it's incredibly stupid. Grow up, both of you. Right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, this is this is this is better than than the lead up to the thrill of Manila. I mean, you're talking about supposedly 50 guys get out of the car and he jogged away. Okay, if they really if 50 guys want to get you, 50 guys are gonna get you. Okay. Yeah. Look, so, I think I don't I care think Jake Paul is smarter than people give him or something, right? Yeah. I think Jake Paul is smarter than people give him credit for. I think he knows how to promote a fight and I think he knows how to promote himself mostly. Exactly. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up, cause I watched this last time, I've been wanting to watch it and I threw me for a loop. Cause it's not what I thought I was going to watch. Wife comes home and I, and I said, look, I'm going to be loaded up on, uh, nothing but, uh, sports here, you know, in the, in the next, you know, few days. Well, I mean, for the next 35 years but uh for, for the next few days 
do you want to catch it? <laughs> Would you want to watch a movie tonight? Or do you want to watch one of the shows we stream? She said, let's grab a movie. And we had this thing uh, selective a while back and just haven't gotten to it. Have y'all seen the greatest beer run ever? Mm -hmm. Have you even heard of it? I've heard of it. I've heard of it. It has a couple of big name actors in it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But what what surprised me with this is so we go into it. We think it's, it's I think it's going to be like a buddy film. The mm -hmm. whole the whole gist of it is supposed to be based on a true story because that's what they say about everything. But it's supposed to be take place in during Vietnam, and a guy who had already served is going over to Vietnam to drop off beers, hand beers to a few of his buddies that are in Vietnam. So he's he's so he takes a boat over to Vietnam in a war zone, right, to give him mm -hmm. beer. And I was under the impression this was especially because the name, the greatest beer run ever, it sounded like a buddy film, right? Mm -hmm. And I was almost feeling like that, you know. We started watching. I mentioned it later to her. I said, you know, I almost felt like that we needed to be drinking beers or something watching this. It was going to be a, a no, man. This thing got heavy real quick. Huh. It is an incredible film. And I'm a little surprised it's not more talked about than what it is. I think we saw it on Apple, but I'm not 100% sure. Just figure out where, where you can stream it. It might have been Prime Video. I really don't remember. Um, but wow. It is unfreaking believable. I didn't even know Russell Crowe was in it. He just appears out of nowhere. <laughs> I watched the uh, you know, one of the trailers, and I, I don't think I saw Russell Crowe in the trailer. Uh, Bill Murray is in this thing, huh. playing a serious role. Hmm. And uh, oh, what is this guy's name? The star. Uh, drop. Zach Efron is the star. But you've got, I don't know if y'all know any, well, I'm not going to go through the whole list of cast, but those are the three big names that you need to know. Russell Crowe, Bill Murray, Zac Efron, and it is done very well. And I mean, just unbelievable movie. So probably won't have much time to do it this weekend because all the craziness going on, but when it dies down Monday or Tuesday and you're waiting for the, for the tournaments to start. This is one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Sounds incredible. But it is it's it's a longer movie. It's a little over two hours. And it's it's a serious, I mean, it's a serious flick. I, I thought it was gonna be, hey, let's go get hand our buddies a beer. And once I realized, I was like, well, that was kind of stupid for me to assume that this took place during Vietnam, you know. But anyway, <laughs> uh really, really good movie. So, anyways. Cool games. Let's go. Let's go back lighthearted, lighthearted. Uh, all the seriousness is over. Um, cool games. All right. Bobby, you always get the first pick because you, you're the first on. So what is your first cool game of the weekend? You know, not the biggest uh, heavy hitting matchup. It's not two of the best teams in college basketball going at it. But I have uh, ASU and Arizona State at 1130 Eastern tonight. It's on ESPN. Uh, it's a six seed, the Pac-12 tourney, looking to, you know, punch their ticket or try and punch their ticket to the tournament. Um, and it's, if you remember the last game, uh, that, that crazy three-quarters court shot. Um, so there's a lot on mind for a lot of these players. Uh, it's a big game. with It's a rivalry game with big stakes. It should be a good one. Yeah, the only thing that ticked me off about that game, it happened the same day when Florida State came back from the 25-point deficit against the Hurricanes. <laughs> 
and they hit a game winner, a running shot. And mm. I, I felt like it got overshadowed because, you know, FSU hit the running shot about 10 to 15 feet out. This guy, sh you know, shot it from, I don't remember where the game was. Was it in Arizona or Arizona State? I think it was Arizona State. But anyways, he chucked it from New Mexico, right? Mm -hmm. You've got to be kidding me. Mm -hmm. That is a good one. It's a little too late for my picks for, for it to be a cool game. But, uh, yeah, that's that's the way it goes. Uh, Tones, what is your first cool game of the weekend? I got mine teed up from least to coolest, but they're all cool. This one takes place Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern. When all the dust settles in after you're done getting your March Madness fix on and you need a little bit of a college basketball break, the puck drops in the first two place teams in the Metropolitan Hockey Division. You got the Hurricanes at the Devils. This is a battle of the behemoths this year in the NHL. The Hurricanes are 43-12-8. The Devils are... 42, 16, and 6. Devils are a slight favorite at minus 30. This one's 7 Eastern time on Sunday night. And the winner will be in sole place of first place in the Metropolitan Division as we head towards the playoffs. Over-under sitting at a low 5.5. Should be a good one. All right, my first cool game, 9 p.m. tomorrow night. Get some, get your favorite drink ice down. The WBC begins for the United States. We're playing Great Britain, and it's the only game you're going to be able to see at a decent time for the first in the first round. It's 9 p.m. It's I believe I believe it's on on the mothership Fox. Okay, mm -hmm. and the other games are going to be like Sunday and Monday, and they're on FS1 or F or yeah FS1, and they're all. Uh, they're, they're all like 10 Eastern in the middle of the week. And I'm sorry, but I'm not staying up for the first round of the WBC until what will be what they don't even have the pitch clock in this. So we're talking about 1 a.m. and getting over with. Yeah, right. When I have to get up at 6 a.m. Uh, every morning. And I'm running late if I wake up at 6, to be honest with you. <laughs> Correct. Same here, brother. I'm hitting the snooze if I get up at six. So I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm I'm waking up to some WBC when I turn on the TV in the morning, but I I haven't really watched any of it. So I'm looking forward to that. Bobby, what is your second cool game? My second game. I'm stick with basketball here, but I'm going to the NBA. I have Kings versus Suns tomorrow mm -hmm. at uh, 10 Eastern. Another late game. I know KD is going to be out for the foreseeable future for the Suns, um, but they're still a dangerous team, and they're taking on the two seed in the West. So this game could have some pretty big implications down the road. I think it'll be a good game. Is that the national ABC game of the night or something? Uh, it's not, unfortunately. So it's going to be tough to find it, but uh, <laughs> I, I'll have definition, my That's not a cool game. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to reveal well, how I'm now. Yeah, you should really lock in and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Tones, what is your second cool game of, of the weekend? Hey, I was thinking about picking that one. I'm glad I didn't for the blowback. I forgot to mention <laughs> Hurricanes Devils is on ESPN Plus and NHL Network, by the way. So uh, just quick oh, to make two, two things that most people don't have. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying here, man. I know we'd be loaded with basketball. So that's where I'm going to the hardwood floors of, the, or of college basketball. 6.30 tonight. I think you guys might know where I'm heading. Big Ten quarterfinals in the United Center, so it takes place in Chicago. It's pretty much a home game for Northwestern, who's 21-10 and 10 on the year, against Penn State. 
Penn State's 20 and 12 on the year. They're getting to, they're trying to scratch and claw their way to their first NCAA tournament since 2011. Again, it's pretty much a home game for Northwestern. Penn State at a 17 point come from behind victory just seven or eight nights ago against this Northwestern team. Over under sits at 130 and a half. And that one's on Big Ten Network tonight at 6:30 Eastern Time. All right, I'm going to. I want to make sure that I got the time right. Uh, da, 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 da. I believe. Well, you know what? Who who is re- releasing this? SESports.com. I believe that this that, that I'm looking at uh, Central Times. So Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern, the SEC Championship game on ESPN. Very good chance that's going to be Alabama. Do we get Alabama, Kentucky? Mm. Well, you're pulling for Vandy. So. I'm pulling for Vandy. Whoever's in it, I'm going to watch it because I'm really interested in this year's SEC. I can't always say that. There, there's some years where, where I'm just not into it. Mm-hmm. But maybe maybe it's the fact that if you would have asked me about a month ago, I, I probably wouldn't have been as interested. But I really don't want to see Brandon Miller get rewarded along with, with this Alabama Crimson Tide team for him not – taking any responsibility for his 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 uh, involvement in what went down where the young lady's life was lost so i'm pulling for i'm pulling for cinderella somewhere in nash vegas there's got to be a cinderella out there whether it's vandy whether it's i believe it would be because i believe you know, if they got this right kentucky i don't believe they reseed kentucky vandy winner is going to play the winner of the Texas A&M Arkansas game and Tennessee is going or Tennessee, Missouri winner is going to face uh, Alabama tomorrow afternoon. Now those games are new are one and 3 PM Eastern tomorrow. And I will watch those, but I'm not going to tell you to, to watch the semifinals because I don't even know, who, you know, come on now. All right. Okay. Bobby, one last one. What you got? It's going to be a clean sweep for basketball for me. I have some big East action. I have a top 15 matchup uh, in the semifinals of the Big East tournament. You got the UConn Huskies taking on Marquette at 6:30 Eastern time. Uh, it's on Fox Sports One, so it should be able to watch it. Uh, it should be a good game. The Huskies are a four-point favorite. And what is your lock for the day? My lock is tomorrow UFC uh, Fight Night 221. I know you love it. Um, I got a combination play. It's it's on. It's Peter Yan or Piotr Jan to win and over three and a half rounds. Uh, it's a prop that you can find. It's minus one thirty. Um, I'm confident in that going over three and a half rounds. It might even go to the uh, judges' scorecard, and I'm confident in Jan winning. Okay, uh, Tones, what is your final cool game? I love that cool game, and I agree with you as well on uh, the entirety of the Alabama situation, McGee. Just that they they turned themselves villains, and they were fan favorites at one point, perhaps. My last cool game, though, I'm going to conference championship action. This is to get into the big dance, a big tournament, Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. It's a very early tip, 10 a.m. Central, and it's on ESPN2. It's the America East final. You got the Vermont University of Vermont. They're always in the tournament, 22 and 10 this year. They're minus five against the underdogs of UMass Lowell trying to scratch and claw their way into a tournament at 26 and seven. The over-under sits at 142. Again, tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern on ESPN2. What's the line on that right now? 
Vermont's minus five, and the over-under is 142. I like UMass Lowell plus the five. I do, too. I think they're going to get into one of their first, if not their first, NCAA tournaments. That's exciting. Vermont seems like they're in it every year. They're a solid team. I've watched them play three games, I think, this year, and uh, I know I've bet on them twice in one each time, but uh, that's not why I'm saying it. I I just think that that's going to be a hard hard not game, and that seems like a high, high spread. Uh, my final cool game, ACC championship game tomorrow night, 8.30 Eastern, I believe is the tip. I could be wrong on that, but it, it's what it looks like. 8.30 Eastern, uh, ESPN. And that's always a phenomenal finish. I figure we're going to get Duke versus maybe Virginia. What we hope is we don't get Miami versus Clemson because it's the wrong time of year to get Miami versus Clemson. <laughs> Bobby, what's your walk-off? My walk-off is everybody enjoy the great college basketball matchups in front of us and get ready for the NCAA tournament. Um, it should be fun. We got a lot of fun sports in our uh, future. So get ready for that, guys. All right, brother, we are going to take a quick break. We'll see you next week, Bobby. Uh, When we come back, we're going to hit up some more of this March Madness, some TPC and more. And it's a a little bit past. I missed the mark, but it's close enough to 420. Smoke them if you got them. We'll be back on a flash here on Braves Country. Got a beer? 7 o'clock in the morning. Scotch? Armchair. Time to live, laugh, and create memories again with MSC Cruises. Join us on some of the world's most modern and innovative ships. Discover again at our new private island, Ocean Key MSC Marine Reserve, named Best New Cruise Destination. Cruise the Caribbean and Bahamas from Miami or Port Canaveral. Book now with free balcony upgrades and flexible booking changes. Call your travel advisor or visit MSCCruises.com. Restrictions apply. MSC Cruises, a world of discovery. Hockey season, and that means new merch over at OurDragonsMerch.com. Get the latest designs and some of our fun new souvenirs ahead of what's sure to be a great hockey season. Celebrate another season of River Dragons hockey by getting a new look to wear on game days or surprise the big time sports fan in your life with a new keepsake that will make them a river dragons fan for life order online right now at rdragonsmerch.com that's the letter r dragonsmerch.com we'll see you at the rink armchair quarterbacks on youtube live we cover braves baseball red sox yankees rays cubs and cardinals and the rest of major league baseball every day your first choice for Sports Talk, live from the First Coast. How to improve your dining room by the Home Depot. New wood floors, new paint on the walls. Sure, you know us for that. But how about a new dining room table? Matching chairs? Bar stools? How about free and flexible delivery with easy online returns? Now you can explore decor in a whole new way. Save now on furniture. Everything for your home. Everything from homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Limitations apply. This helpful But if the pain of the 60s seemed greater, then so did the love. If you didn't love the game, you didn't, you didn't, it wasn't any use to play because uh, there wasn't any money in it. I think I played during the era of football as a game. Never thought of myself as a crass mercenary. I thought of myself as an athlete. And how much more fun could a young, oversized fellow out of college have? From the decade's first champion to its last, The 60s presented pro football as a microcosm of a vibrant and changing society on its way to bigger and better things.
Welcome back here to Braves Country. And real quick, gonna hit that scoreboard for you as we've got, and we got so much stuff going on right now. Uh, the college basketball scoreboard as Tennessee Volunteers and Missouri Tigers in the SEC tournament. They have just gone to half. Volunteers lead it by just three. We'll keep you updated as we roll along here on a TGI Friday. And that, that by the way, is the only uh, top 25 team in action right now. Now, earlier today, if you miss it, Bama won, Houston won. Woohoo! By 14, I, I was getting 16 and a half on a live bet. I, I just saw that, Tones. <laughs> I I just kind of threw uh, threw, threw I, I threw a few bucks in there because earlier this morning I saw someone predict the Houston was going to cover that spread. And that spread was twenty three and a half. I stayed away from it. I took uh, East Carolina in that one. That would have been my lock of the day. Them getting twenty three if we were on early enough. So hey, at least they hit for both of us. It hit for both of us. Yeah. So I got in and I was like, God, dog it. There that is. It was like a, a three or four point game. About five minutes left in the or five minutes into the second half, I was like, "Man, I knew I should have took that game." And I went in to see what the line was. I was like, "It's still sixteen and a half." Get it? And then all of a sudden, Houston started putting points on. I was like, "Uh oh!" <laughs> but but somehow they covered, and that's all that really matters at the end of the day. Purdue seventy sixty five winners over Rutgers, a very good game. And let me see what we have going on here live. Big Ten tourney. This one will not go my way. Ohio State leads Michigan State by 22 with eight minutes left. It's music to my ears. I have Ohio State in a teaser, and I have them plus six and a half. You know, I bet against them the opening night of the Big Ten tournament against Wisconsin, and then I've seen them play pretty well, so I took them yesterday against Iowa, and I'm like, hey, I'll ride them again today against Michigan State. I, I put Michigan State in a teaser. I thought this would be a close-fought game. It doesn't look like it is. I mean, look, there's still time. They might cover, but I just I, when I see that, I pretty much give up. Uh, Temple down by seven, uh, 10, excuse me, to Cincinnati at the half, and UAB over North Texas at halftime by seven. And like I said, the SEC tourney, 33-30. Everything else is yet to be played, and we will uh, – keep you updated as these things roll along here um the big 10 tourney take your penn state fandom out of it who wins it oh i mean i bet you everyone is gonna say purdue but i got right now if ohio state beats michigan state i really think they're hot enough to win this thing that be wins over wisconsin over iowa over michigan state they played a lot better in the second half of the season, they got a ton of freshmen. And wouldn't it be Ohio State's MO to go 500 but win the Big Ten tournament and represent the Big Ten and screw somebody over? So give me Ohio State. I, I'm obviously rooting for Penn They're State. They're 10 games under 500 in the conference. Correct. I, I just think that per, Purdue, they know they're going to get a one or two seed already. You've seen them pull up a little bit on Rutgers today. Rutgers almost had that one. And to me, uh, Penn State and Northwestern are going to beat the crap out of each other. So I like Ohio State's paths. I think Purdue knows they're going to get a one or two seed lay down a little bit. 
Whoa, what happened to Chad Ramey? I'm just flipping over here. He is four over. He came into today leading. He's four shots back now. He must have bogey. Oof. Yeah, that'll do it to you. He looks like he four over on the 17th, but he's, he played the back nine first. Mm. And that famous 17th I was just talking about, got him, got him double bogey. Wow. Or more. Actually, that's a, that's a quadruple bogey. Um, I was reading the little blurb next to it, but they, they have a color chart on the scoreboard. But anyways, and he bogeyed 13 and he bogeyed one coming back around. So he still has eight holes left to try to get things right. But man, that is not a good look for him. Mm, bogey that that's one of the worst sounding things in sports as it is bogey so adam stevenson has jumped to the lead uh wow that is crazy let's see has he played the 17th yet oh yes he has he he, he apart it <laughs> that's that's always the one in this tournament i'm like have they played the 17th hole yet because that's because that separates the men from the boys Right. So there you have that. And uh, for folks who are just joining us that might have missed it, John Rom has withdrew from the tournament. Mm, that's terrible. Not 100% sure why. It's even worse when you pick him to win. Uh-oh. Yeah. Hey, I got Rory McIlroy. I got a feeling that this bet isn't going to come through. <laughs> so a big old WD next to his name. Like, uh-oh. That's the worst when you make a bet and they play a little bit and then they get hurt or then they have to withdraw. It's like, couldn't you have done this in the beginning so I get my pool or my money back at least? I'll have to check the the sports book. I'll, I'll share it with folks next week, but uh, I don't know. I don't bet enough golf to know, but uh, do you possibly get your money back on a, on a withdrawal? I have no idea. It depends the book. Some might, some might not. I, I'd say it's a coin flip. I'd say I got a feeling that you don't, but I'd know, say probably not since he played one day already. It would be a nice surprise if uh tell you what though, man, my Cam Davis is hanging in there. He's hanging in there. What do you think the cut's gonna be? How many uh strokes? They're saying plus one right now. Plus one. Yeah, because I looked at the field earlier. There's like 114 guys in it. And I think about 70 of them are uh, plus one or, or better. Woo, Victor Hovland just nailed a birdie on. I believe he's on the seventh. And uh, puts him at minus seven. Rory McIlroy's toast. He normally is. Colin Marikawa, another guy that I bet on, he's uh, too off the off the pace. I just so I threw some darts at it. A couple of them were like long shots, like a couple were like a thousand to one. I just threw a buck on that. I was like, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Um, and so I haven't had a chance to to scroll through all of it, but I'm sure most of the dudes aren't going to make it. But if I have like three guys who are like re reasonably in the hunt comes Sunday. I'll be very happy because mm. I don't watch enough golf to, to really be able to break the, break it down. I went by, I had three factors. 
I took a couple of big names because they're usually in it. Who lives near this golf course? Because <laughs> they're going to be familiar with it. And then the and then the other long shots. It was just like, dang, a thousand to one. Why not? Yeah, it's worth it when you got golf or races like NASCAR races and stuff like that. It's worth taking the winner or even a place sometimes of a top four. The odds are just so crazy. It's like, what do you got to lose? You only have to hit one a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why me and my brother do this thing where we enter a golf pool every now and then. And I think we've entered it three or four times in our lives. It's always 20 bucks a guy. And uh, last year we won the big pot. I think we split $1,100 or something like that. We used to do a NASCAR pool every single week at a restaurant that I worked at. And I got more into NASCAR during that time period than any other time. That was fun to be working with about 10 people to know the 10 people and everyone, I think the, I want to say the entry fee was five bucks and the winner and, and there's a winner every week. Right. And you, and I, I told this story before, but usually the winner ended up buying everyone beer anyway. So it didn't really matter, but it was still a lot of fun because you got to be the hero that week, right? And you're like, yeah, baby. And at this little tavern that we worked at $5 turning into 50. I mean, dude, I still got one of the old signs hanging in my garage. The, the big beers at this place, draft beers were like $2. Holy crap. So 50 bucks went a long way, right? So mm -hmm. there you go. 50, uh, bucks, 50 bucks nowadays at a ball game with four people goes in a snap of a finger. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you, if you go to a game, 50 bucks doesn't even get you in the door. Nope. So right now we've, whoa, 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 whoa. Michigan State must have heard me talking smack. They're within six. There's four minutes and 45 seconds left. Tom Izzo smacking him around saying, hey, let's go. We need better seeding in the Big Ten or in the NCAA March Madness tournament. Let's get our stuff together. Come on. A.J. Hoggard. Has hit three or four from the field. He's he was one of six for the game. He's hit three or four now, and he has scored seven points in a row for Michigan State to bring it within that. That's the good news. The bad news normally is these teams run out of gas, so they're on a ninety-two scoring run. The bad news for me is they'll they'll probably run out of gas at the end. And Tennessee, Missouri is a nice game at the half right now. Tennessee's up 33 to 30. That That's a pretty good battle. What game was I texting you last night? That meaningless three that covered the spread for me. I can't Oregon. Remember. Was, was that the Oregon game? No, I think it was a big 10 game. Oh, wasn't it the Penn State game? Oh, yeah. You said uh, the Penn because uh, didn't Illinois hit a three at the end to make it yeah, four it was, points was and you had Illinois. Meaningless. Because you had Illinois plus four and a half in Penn State money line. Right. And I want to say they were down by six. The dude drains a three just as the time is expires. And so they lose by three. And I was like, meaningless, my behind, man. Let's go. <laughs> That's the best feeling in the world. When you write off a bet, you think it's lost. You literally take the money out of the scenario. Next thing you know, you backdoor your way in with the meaningless hit. It doesn't get better than that. I believe that... Uh... We're going to 
have a really good night of basketball tonight. You've got Penn State game coming up and the Indiana game as well. And then, of course, you got the doubleheader in the ACC and you still have the SEC when this Tennessee game is over with. You got AM tips off, I think, at seven. And then the one I've been waiting for all day, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, nine or 930. It's, it's probably more, more. I think it says nine, but it's more likely 930 after they take the half hour break in between games. And this game's really incredible, too. TCU, Texas at 930. Yeah, I just, I don't know if I'm going to have enough screens. Like, and I'll even take some of these bets and I'm just like, I'm not watching that game. I'm watching this game. But, you know, if I really like a number, I'm not going to shy away from it because I can't see it. That's how I am. And it's tough this time of year. Your hands are tied. It's like, do I want to watch my bet or do I want to place it knowing, hey, it might be forced out just due to there being a good game on or a good ending on. Yeah, the nighttime. Yeah, Duke, Miami, 7 Eastern. And so Arkansas and, and uh, Texas a and that is a pick em now. And that is a strange pick em to me. Mm-hmm. That is strange. You, you said it's a pick em, huh? That that's what it's showing. Texas A&M is a pick 'em against that, Arkansas. You got the Dukies and Canes tonight too. Do they have I was a little surprised how, how low of a seat Arkansas was in the SEC tournament until I peeled it back. Let's see. They played mm, close to a month ago. Arkansas and A&M and Arkansas won it was at home. They uh, won by six, so it wasn't a gimme. They did lose on the road, so this is the rubber match. They looked good yesterday, Arkansas did, against Auburn and Bruce Pearl's guys. Yeah, Auburn has just – I don't know what their, what their deal is this year, but they're not very good. They fell off. They're struggling. They had a nice little first half of the year, and then the second half they sizzled. They hit a wall. Let's take a really quick break. When we come back, we're going to give you the lock. And I know I already teased my lock last hour, but if you weren't with us. But I'll tell you, gather about three other games that you may be uh, getting a taste in. We'll be back in a flash here on Braves Country HD. Keep it locked in here on 99 The Key. Your quarterback radio, your home for the SEC. Back third down on the eight, in trouble. Got a block behind him. Going to throw on a run, complete to the 25, to the 30. Lindsey Scott, 35, 40. Run, Lindsey, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Lindsey Scott, Lindsey Scott, Lindsey Scott. SEC, SEC. Armchair. Dixie Handle Company, five generations of the Strickland family have produced quality hardwood farm and garden tools, wooden shutters, and custom furniture. This small business has been owned and operated since 1992 and ships to customers across the world. If you're looking for the highest quality tool handles, Dixie Handle Company is your place. Every item is handpicked to your specifications. If it's made of wood, they do it. Call now, 931-722-3395. That's 931-722-3395. Or go online to DixieHandle.com. The Dixie Handle Company, welcome to Craftsmanship, a proud sponsor of Braves Country Baseball. Coach, how do you feel about your past season? 
Well, it's been a, a very rewarding uh, season for us. Uh, it's one that I would not have been able to uh, lay lay my uh, job on the line saying we we're going to win nine ball games. I couldn't have done it before the year. And uh, it's been I, we were hoping definitely to have a winning season, you know, for the first time in a long time. And uh, it's just been an excellent season as far as the way things turned out are concerned. Well, can you say what how you brought a losing Florida State team around to be a winning one? No, I can't. Uh, we Number one, we've got some real fine assistant coaches that I think know what they're doing, and they work very hard at football, spend a lot of time on it. And even more important than that is the attitude of our players who uh, knew what they wanted to accomplish and had confidence that they could do it and were willing, were willing to work. Armchair. Welcome back. There's the goat Bobby Bowden talk. Honor those days. Trying to see what. Kind of getting lost in the mix with this because of everything we just mentioned. But speaking of Florida State, their softball team is ranked number six in the country. They're facing Oklahoma State tonight at 7 o'clock. Mm. But good luck trying to squeeze that into your, your watching. Yeah, I mean, there's college baseball going on all weekend. I was trying to see if Georgia or Georgia Tech were I'm, I'm sure they are, but it's, it's a maze trying to find it on the plot. Georgia is number 18 in the country in softball. They are hosting uh, Auburn this week. It looks like they're playing tomorrow at noon. I don't see any other game set up for that. So that might be the first of the series. The, the, uh, it's really strange the way they do it with softball. It's no rhyme or reason. You kind of have to go to each individual. Uh, okay. There it is. Six 30 tonight, Auburn and Georgia. That's actually a pretty good battle in a sec softball, Michigan state spit in the bit. They're down by nine, uh, with two minutes left. So mm. there's that going on. <laughs> They, they were coming back, and then they said, hey, actually, we're good. And the Vols are up by three. There's still a whole half of that left to go. All right. I gave my lock earlier in the in the, uh, in the the show. I'll go ahead and uh, re, re, re-lock it, I guess. I'm taking the Vanderbilt Commodores plus eight and a half. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's an incredibly large number for Vandy be, to be getting against Kentucky. We'll see. Kentucky is... Much more talented. They're playing better basketball, but I just think eight and a half is incredibly high. I took Vanderbilt to win the tournament. We made our predictions yesterday. I don't necessarily think that Vanderbilt's going to win the tournament. I just feel like that they're playing good basketball, and I want to ride the wave. I like that. Hopefully, they can pull off the upset and uh, get a little uh, extra... Because I, I, I sprinkle a little bit on the money line, but my big thing is to take them in the points. I like that. Where's your lock? My lock of the day is 21 and 10 Norfolk State. They're minus one, but I'm going with the money line. The money line, it's sitting at minus 115. They're playing NC Central, who's 18 and 11. In the MEAC semifinals, Norfolk State, a little conference school, who's a regular in the NCAA tournament. We'll see if they can make their way back. I like Norfolk State a lot. That's 8 p.m. Eastern time 
on uh, let me see what channel that was on. I believe it was Probably the plus. I can't. I think that's on anything else. That's on ESPN Plus. You are correct. So eight o'clock Eastern, twenty-one and ten Norfolk State money line at minus one fifteen is my lock of the day. I had them as a part of a of a parlay last night, and they cruised against Coppin State. Mm-hmm. I, I I had them as well. That was a game where, like you said, they cruised, and hopefully they do it again tonight. Is that their final? The semifinals. Okay. I was about to say, man, that, that is a short tournament, but okay. And the, the MEAC semifinals or whatever. And then um, I forget who's in their other semifinals game over there. So give me a couple other games that you're looking at tonight. This one's at midnight, so it's a late one. Midnight Eastern on CBS Sports Network. Both of these teams were on a lot of people's first four-in slash last four-in, regardless if they win the tournament or not. Mountain West semifinals, Utah State, Boise State. Each of these teams wants to clinch a guaranteed tournament berth by winning the Mountain West, but both of these teams still have a chance to make it to the tournament without winning the Mountain West. That probably only happens if they win the game today, so this is almost like a tournament birthing game for Utah State, Boise State. I'll give you one. Duke on the money line tonight. Duke is playing really good basketball. I like that. And they are coming for Miami. And I think it's going to be a good game. What is the actual spread? I know the money line is minus 145. Duke's minus two, I think, two and a half. Yeah, two, two and a half. I'd rather take the money line and not play around. Um, Miami, last night or yesterday afternoon, when they about collapsed versus Wake Forest, that gave me a lot of concern. And you're talking about another – Duke was just hitting lights out. Now, look, they're probably not going to do that again tonight. But it's essentially a home game. And these two teams split this year. and It's essentially a home game. It's in Greensboro, North Carolina. Mm-hmm not in Coral Gables it's not in Orlando Florida so i'm that's why i'm i'm leading with duke on on the w but if miami wins this i think miami's going to win the acc i like that give me another game that you're leaning towards uh there this is another good one tonight uh i don't think it's been mentioned yet but if it has been I missed it. Iowa State, they're playing pretty good basketball over in the Big 12. They take on Kansas tonight at 7. Um, although it's not the best return of the world, I like Kansas' money line. You'll get about half your money back. I do think they take care of Iowa State because Iowa State seemingly in nowadays. But look, look out for that one. That should be a good one. That's on ESPN. Yeah, I would never – I don't ever advise folks on money lines that big. Um because professional bettors will tell you it's a bad idea. Agreed. But at that point, minus 145, minus 200, it's when, you know, unless you're betting hundreds of dollars, it ain't that big of a difference in the winning. So that's my philosophy. It just breaks it, it, just breaks it down on the percentages. There's a whole, without getting into the woods on that, uh, there's a whole breakdown of why minus 150 is the, cut off for most but i mean most betters actually push on the on the on the minus 140 and under 
but we tend to, you know, play around with a, you know, just a tad. Oh, I agree. I'm just football saying the amount that we bet fifty. So many football games end up being minus one fifty that I don't like cutting it off at the one forty line. I agree. Just you know, unless we're betting hundred or two hundred a game, it doesn't really make that big of a difference. Is all I'm saying for the winnings. Incorrect. <laughs> Not really. I have the math right here. It's a four dollar difference in a fifty dollar bet minus one forty five versus minus two hundred. Right, but it's all it's all about the long game. Right, right. Anyways. But I, I, I'm talking literally. I'm talking. One anyways, game. we're not gonna get in the weeds on this. But anyways, that's the theory behind it. I right. didn't invent the theory. I just follow along with it. Uh, what are your thoughts? You tend to like. I don't know why, but you always seem to be talking about Central Florida. What are your thoughts tonight on that Central Florida Memphis game? Memphis is giving up five. I was actually looking at that one surprisingly, right? Um, I'd probably go with Memphis in that one. I do like Central Florida. I think they fight hard. I think they're a team that's nitty and gritty. But Memphis, man, I'll tell you what, I was watching their game against uh, Houston on Sunday. They, they should have won that game. They brought them to the wire. It went into overtime. I like Memphis in this one laying the points. I think that they're uh, maybe going to win a couple games in the tournament as well when they get there. So you, that UCF, they've had a nice season, but I think it's Memphis's time tonight, and I'd minus the points in that one. It is a final. Ohio State marches on. They will play Purdue tomorrow, 1 o'clock. Uh, looks like that game's going to be on CBS. Um, man, I'll tell you what, that final at the Big Ten tournament – 3.30 Eastern on Sunday when the when the bids come out about 15 to 20 minutes after the game's over. That is a tight, tight window. That is. And that's going to have a huge... Look, if Ohio State gets there, the, the committee's going to be sitting there waiting to see if Ohio State wins the game or not. Yeah, and that, that's a lot to figure out, right? Because they'll almost, it's almost like they'll have to have two situations and one where it's Ohio State uh, winning, perhaps, and one if it's Ohio State losing. I'm sure it's got to do with the fact that CBS wants an, a marquee Big Ten or marquee championship game leading in to their uh, selection because they have the rights to the selection of Sunday all alone. They, ESPN always has to wait like two hours afterwards or whatever it is. So I'm sure it's got to do with it, but man, I'd be talking to them. Go, dude, can't you do a little longer, you know, pregame show or something, you know, leading into it? Cause my word. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. Three 30. I mean, these games last usually two plus hours. So we're talking mm-hmm. about five forty-five best case scenario. And, and then the, the, the brackets always come out at six. I don't get why they're in such a rush, right? Push it back an hour, let the game settle in, let it digest, and make it seem. Or I, I don't make, either. You know, make it appear like they're making a real informative decision. Well, you know, at least three Eastern. Mm-hmm. If it's three Eastern, you're talking about it should end a little less than an hour before, and then you can, you can still sell ads to all those you know, to all the pregame junk where, you know, you'll have 16 guys arguing back and forth on whether or not, you know, loyal Marymount should be a 17 or, or a 18 overall seed. 
<laughs> it's just by yeah, the way, it's a coin flip at that point. Vols and Missouri are tied up. There's about 14 minutes left in that one. Uh, I'm gonna give you one more that I like. And it keeps crawling up. I don't have the money line in front of me, Tones, but I see Indiana minus two. I'm assuming the money line's going to be somewhere in the minus 130, 140 range. Mm-hmm. Let me see. You got that in front of you? Yeah, I do. I, I, let me just scroll to it really quick. Who's right. your basketball? They're minus 136. Okay. I like I like Indiana tonight to win that game. Um, little surprised that it's that low of a number. Because Maryland, though a solid team, they usually play much better at home. It's a strange one. And for non-basketball fans, real quick, I like the over in Blackhawks-Panthers, six and a half at uh, seven o'clock Eastern time tonight. And I like Penn State to uh, pull off the I, – I know it's a minor upset, but I, I like Penn State to pull off the upset tonight against Northwestern. And a, pretty much a road game in the United Center. Yes. Yes, it is. What is your walk-off? My walk-off is where you're teeing me up, brother. Go Penn State, Nittany Lions. Again, proud of Micah Shrewsbury having these guys ready to play. Known as a football program, they haven't made the big dance since 2011. Go out there and continue your thing tonight. Go 5-0 and against teams based out of Illinois. Teams projected way better than you in the preseason. Keep shocking the world, fellas. Keep doing your thing. My walk-off is tonight, River Dragon Hockey. 7 p.m. Air Force Heating and Air pregame. The puck drops at 7.30 right here on the Key 99.1 FM. Have a great weekend, y'all. We will be back. Tones will be back with me Monday to react to all this, and I'm sure we'll be pounding the desk about someone getting screwed and someone not being able to get into the tournament. And if it's Penn State, Tones might be in handcuffs somewhere. So uh, (laughs) we will see everyone. Hopefully we'll see Tones on Monday as well. Y'all have a great weekend. Goodbye, sweetheart. Goodbye. Goodbye. Guys and gals, it's time to go. We'll see you on the next show. Same back time, same back channel. Thanks for listening to Braves Country with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks on 99.1 FM WQEE, The Key in Noonan, Georgia, and simulcasting on youtube.com forward slash at Braves Country. Braves Country comes your way weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern. Please follow, like, and subscribe today. Armchair Quarterback Radio, your first choice for Southern sports. Something of the 5th of September. Something of the 5th of September. She said a lot that I can't remember. Something of the 5th. Can I get another cigarette, please? Can I get another cigarette, please? Yeah, I know I live to regret it. Just give me another You're listening to WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key, in Noonan, Georgia.
Friday, March 17th, St. Patty's Day with Braves Country. The Atlanta Braves are in Fort Myers, Florida to take on the Boston Red Sox. Braves Country Baseball right here on the key, giving you play-by-play, pitch-by-pitch of your Atlanta Braves. That's Friday, March 17th, 1 p.m. Eastern, St. Patty's Day, Braves Country on WQEE. 